is Jeremiah Sinclair. And sometimes, life just isn't fair. I can't believe he turned on us. When did he ever turn to us? I work, or had worked, for a company known only as the corporation. Whether I still worked for them at this junction was yet to be seen. I had lost my wife and children and found them again, only to lose them again in the span of 20 minutes. The last loss was intentional, a choice made by my wife and grudgingly by me. I wasn't expecting to find them again anytime soon. Why would he start shooting at us with that thing? There is hardly a risk of it reaching us from there. He has to know that. I had gathered items for a man who would then use those items to build an army. An army that he planned on having at his beck and call as he took his first steps towards running the world. I couldn't bear to bear witness to what atrocities he was going to unleash. So it was decided that I, along with Dylan, a reclusive gun nut with a PhD in building weaponry, and Solace, a dead man with a PhD with being a pain in the ass, would hunt this man, Mark Treadwell, down and kill him. If he knew that, would he be shooting the gun? Damn, girl, for you to be so undeniably sexy and all, you say the dumbest shit. We found Treadwell standing with his army and were told by him where to find my family. I was also urged by him to kill Clements, his right-hand man. We sped off to the location where Clements was at with the plan to use Treadwell's own words against him. I played a tape of Treadwell requesting Clement's death, and Clement's agreed to help us. Or so we thought. Clement's was to walk into Treadwell's building and bring him into a point where he would be out in the open. We would be in a six-story building that was two blocks away from the target. We had a sniper rifle, a great view, and an unsuspecting target. Except he wasn't unsuspecting once Clement walked into his office and pointed us out. His bullets can travel two blocks just as easily as yours can, Dylan. Don't get sloppy here. Look, Sam, I'm not worried about getting sloppy. I'm worried about getting shot. I looked through the binoculars at Treadwell's building and saw him pass the gun to Clements, who looked as though he was chomping at the bit to continue the shooting. Why doesn't he take this opportunity and shoot him in the head? from now. 
We'll never be friends. Fine. Frenemies, then. Nice place you got there. I love the view. Leasing? Or do you own it? This motherfucker right here, man. I'm sure you're curious to know why Clement hasn't killed me yet. Not really. Fibber. Anyhow, he has not completed your job, and will not complete your job for one simple reason. It was free. People of Mr. Clement's bill did not work for free, Jeremiah. They worked for me. Because I work with money. And I work with people who want to make as much of it as possible. Clements wants what I want as long as the money is right. And so I made it right. Hey, can I call you Sin now? I feel really close to you after burying my soul like that. No! Well, just know that I'm thinking it whenever I say your name. I'm saying Jeremiah. But I'm really thinking Sin. Sin. It has a great ring to it. Well chosen. It also represents all of the sins that you have done for me to get me this army. And also to get your family back. Hey, you were there, and Clements is here. Where is your family? Where you can't touch them. Don't be so sure. Well, that's cool. They're lost. I was going to give them the grand tour of the office. Someone brought in donuts today. Kids love donuts. I was so caught up in the situation that I failed to realize that Dylan was no longer on the balcony. She was back in the loft, looking out the window opposite from us. Sin! Well, I see the little lady has found my surprise for you. I left you a surprise, Jeremiah, because we're buds. Why does she get to call you Sin and I can't? Anyhow, I sent over a few of my best with a package for you. It should be said that the package is fragile and shouldn't be shaken. That's important, because the contents are a bit, let's say, volatile. This asshole got C4 in a box. He's gonna blow up the damn building. Don't ever fuck with me, Sin. I can kill you without even a second thought. On second thought, Clement, stop distracting them. The package has arrived. One last shot. I heard the gunshot as loud as thunder. And then Dylan was down. Goodbye, her. The phone disconnected, and I ran over to Dylan. My emotions roiled inside of me, and I nearly wailed. Dylan. I crouched over her, preparing to perform CPR, when her eyes fluttered open. But the bullet didn't even hit the vest. Shut up, Solace. I checked Dylan over. The bullet had missed the vest, striking her upper shoulder. While she was still shot and bleeding, it seemed as though it had missed anything vital. She'd live. Man, times like this? I wish I were a lesbian. Now this is a topic. Why? Because chicks dig scars. And this one 
is going to be a humdinger. I helped her up, and she went into the bathroom to check the damage in the mirror. So, you're gonna live. Longer than you think. So, here's the bad news. We're surrounded. And what's the good news? I never promised any good news. We are surrounded. Trail Rose Army is currently filing into the building and one of them has a box full of explosives that is going to take down this entire structure. Now, if you can find a bright spot in that, then you're cheerier than I ever thought possible for you. You aren't dead. Yet. <sighs> Just like a woman, mood swings left and right. I can never understand dames. So... We need a plan so that we don't become dead. Do you have one? No. Do you have a parachute in that bag? No. Do you have any anti-gravity boots in there? No. Do you have anything that can assist us? Of course. I have a shot. A shot? A shot. I have a clear shot of Treadwell right now, and I'm going to take it. Okay, and then what? We still have to deal with the invisible, invincible army marching through this building in pursuit of us. Poor Julie. What? Juilliard. I feel badly for him. Why? Because if the army doesn't kill him on the way in... Which they likely will. Then his boss is going to do it. Either way, we should probably do more than a cookie bouquet for him. I'm thinking a gift certificate to a restaurant. McDonald's, perhaps? Focus. Right. Red Lobster. By the way, Clemens kept his promise. What do you mean? He said he was going to kill me in 45 minutes. He definitely should have succeeded. Thank God for wind shear, I guess. That was an impressive shot. Yep. I might have to ask him for his autograph. I'll have him sign it in blood. Yep, that's my boo right there. So, we have an army coming in. They're likely going to blow up the building with us in it. And we have two people who are currently expecting our doom and plotting the fate of the rest of the world. Did I miss anything? Nope, but I did. What do you mean? Well... When I said I didn't have anything to assist us in our situation... Other than a shot. Which I still plan on taking, by the way. Indeed. I wouldn't expect any less from you. I missed something. I have a rope. Rope. 
yeah, um, I don't think I'm going to like where this is going. Yeah, I have a rope. And we have railings. So, we have a way down. I knew it. I knew it. Well, we affix a rope to the railings and we jump. It sounds way more sexy when she uses elegant words like a fix. So, you want to tie ropes? A fix. So you want to affix ropes to the railing of a balcony that we're not completely sure is structurally sound enough to support our weight. Climb over said balcony and jump. Am I getting this right? Yep. Yes, you are. It sounds way more deadly when you say it, Sin. Use a fucking buzzkill, man. We're... Six stories up. And by the looks of things, the army is currently three. Look, we have to make a move, Sam. Otherwise, we stand here and fight a battle that I don't know. You don't know if we can win. Sam, I'm just being honest. I've seen what one of those vests can do. And I know what my bullets can do. I've seen them vanish right in front of me. I'm not ready to deal with that just yet. I don't think anyone is. I looked at Dylan, and I saw trepidation in her eyes. Uncertainty flushed her skin, and she looked away for a moment. When she looked back up, though, all I saw was anger. But I am ready to deal with Treadwell. And if going out of a fucking window is the best way, the only way to get to him, then I'm going. If I know I can kill him, I go twice with a shit-eating grin and my hands up like I'm on a roller coaster. So the question is, am I going alone or are you coming along? I nutted. Let's go. We went to the balcony, and I looked over at Treadwell's building with the binoculars. Treadwell and Clements were no longer at the window. Dylan took two ropes out of her bag and set them on the ground. She reached back into her bag and handed me a pair of gloves. You're going to need these. Well, as Johnny Cochran said... If the gloves don't fit, you in some deep shit. I put the gloves on and looked at the ground. Are you sure that those ropes are long enough? Well, we are currently six stories up, and each story generally equates to ten feet, give or take, depending on the ceiling space. Eleven feet to be safe. That means that we are 66 feet in the air, max. That's it? Shoot, it felt like at least 100. Those ropes are 50 feet long.
That leaves 16 feet uncalculated. 14. Where's your optimism? She's right, Sin. You gotta be optimistic. Be optimistic that the knot that you're tying on that rope isn't gonna come loose while you're going down. Be optimistic that no one's gonna be down there shooting at you with your trap. Be optimistic that the railing won't break from having to support your weight. Be optimistic. Shoot. I just talked the optimism out of myself. I think it's currently running down my leg. Optimism isn't going to keep me alive in the event of a 16-foot drop. Then you better look for a tree, a cat, or a person to land on. We gotta go. You gotta be bad. You gotta be bold. You gotta be wiser. You gotta be hard. You gotta be tough. You gotta be stronger. You gotta be cool, you gotta be calm, you gotta stay together. All I know, all I know, love will save the day. What the fuck are you talking about? You know, Sin, you really need to open yourself up to more musical genres. Dylan tied both ropes on opposite sides of the railing. One on each end piece. She let the ropes unfurl and they cascaded down. My heart jumped when I saw that my drop, my fate, would only be ten feet. See? We are good to go. Only a ten foot drop. That's like letting go of a basketball rim. Sin wouldn't know. <laughs> he can't dunk. How do you know that I can't dunk? She. Remember that time we was at the park and those cute girls were there? We were about to play basketball. Yeah, I remember that day. I'm sure that I don't remember it as well as you do, though. Well, then shut up. And let me reminisce. Anyways, the game started up and you got a steal. You could always play the passing lanes, man. Can't dribble worth a damn. And your shot looks like God convulsing. But you could play the passing lanes. Anyways, you got a steal and started nearly double dribbling your ass up the court towards the basket. I could dribble. Yeah, down your face. Anyways, you got to the basket, and that was a miracle within itself, because you spent so much time staring at those honeys that you damn near ran into the pole. You went like you was going to dunk, and it was like time slowed down. You went up and up and up, and then... You barely licked the rim. You got pinned so hard you down there broke your neck when you fell. Remember? You said that you had sprained your ankle running down the court. And that's why you couldn't get up. Remember? Yeah. I never dunked again. You didn't dunk that time either. You revisionist history make it. Just jump. 
Dylan and I each put one leg over the railing. So, just slide to the bottom. Easy peasy. And then drop. And then run to the car. We don't have a car. Clements took it. Oh, yeah. And then the door was kicked in. Stop bone trouble. We're going now. I put my other leg over the railing and wrapped both of them around the rope. This is gonna suck. I got it easier to Dylan. She has that bag. I slid down the rope slower than I wanted down to the fourth story. My brain wanted to go faster, but my body wouldn't unlock. Cool. Dylan was already dangling from the bottom of the rope, preparing to drop. As she hit the ground, she looked around the area for any stragglers. I slid down the third story. Still slower than I felt I could go. It, it was like my brain couldn't turn off the safety. Fuck this. I willed my body to relax and loosen my grip on the rope. Immediately, I began to speed up my descent. The wind whipped around me as I raced towards the bottom of the rope. Um, Sin? You might want to slow down. I was speeding down the last 10 feet of the rope so quickly that I was unable to stop at the bottom. Although I tried to grasp the end, there was no knot for me to grip onto. Brace yourself. I fell. 10 feet seems like a pretty short distance when you're looking up at a basketball rim. It seems pretty far when you're falling. Gotcha. Dylan had caught me. Her knees were braced and her back was straight as she cradled caught me. Oh, y'all look so cute. Like on that one scene in An Officer and a Gentleman. Love lift us up where we belong. Where the eagles cry on a mountain high. I exhaled sharply, happy to almost be on the ground. You can put me down now, Dylan. That was a great catch. No, Sin. She's a great catch. Yeah, I used to be a cheerleader. No, you didn't. GTFOHWTVS. What? Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Ah. Yes, I did. B. Aggressive. Be, be, aggressive. That was me. I used to be the bassist. Did she just admit to being a racist? A bassist. Shut up.
As a basis, it's your job to cradle cash the girl at the top of the pyramid. And I'm the best. Are you still flexible? Well, thanks. I could have died right there. No, you couldn't have. Well, let's go. I looked at the Everson Laws. I couldn't see through the frosted front windows, but I hoped Julia was alive. So he could get fired the next day. We can't win them all. We moved as quickly as we could towards Treadwell's building. You know, I just thought of something. What's that? That this would have been much easier if we hadn't let Captain Evil take off with the car? That there's a good chance that all of Treadwell's men just entered the lofts. Which means there's no one home to protect him. Let's find out. We quickened our pace and made it to Treadwell's building. I opened the door, preparing to step in, and... Hello, Sim. I really, really hate this guy. Oh, you must be her. A man shot you. Seems that way. Put your bag of tricks down. You won't be needing them here. Because you're going to kill us? Yes. Wasn't that implied? I thought I implied it. Didn't I imply it? As far as I can tell. Well, any way you look at it, I'm going to kill you. So put the bag down. It's distracting. Dylan put the bag down and glowered at Treadwell. I'm going to kill you. Well, I'm hurt. What did I ever do to you? You tried to kill me! Just then? When you were in the other building? That was different. I didn't try to kill you. Clemens did. So, you tried to kill me, and you didn't. He tried to kill me, and he failed. Now, I'm going to kill you. Uh-huh. Look. I realized I tried to kill you, and it probably hurt your feelings. I apologize for that. Friends? Hell fucking no way do I want to be your friend, you jackass. Well, I tried. I guess it just has to be an employer-employee relationship, which is too bad, because I thought we could be friends. I thought we had an alliance. Employer-employee? Well... Since you didn't die, I don't want to kill you. I want you working for me. You can't afford me. How much does sin pay you? Enough. Which means not enough. I will pay you whatever amount you want. Up to an extent, of course. You understand. Do I get benefits, too? We can be friends with benefits. Sure. Why not? Health, dental, mental... Mental? Yeah, see, 
You're going to need extensive counseling and repurposing to ensure that you do not ever pursue your goal of killing me. It'll all be in the contract. So, can I get paid in advance? I do have a few bills to pay. Sure, just shoot him. Sam, you want me to shoot Sam? Yes, I'd do it. But I want you to get your hand sullied. Sullied? What a dickhead word. So I shoot him, and then what? And then you work for me. My word is oak. Let me think about it. Of course. I'll give you a few minutes. Hey, Jeremiah! No more sin, huh? I tried to be friends. You said no. Anyways, while we're waiting for Dylan, would you care for a drink? Water? Soda? Juice, maybe? Got any more of those donuts? I'm gonna kill you. You have to stop saying that. Obviously, you failed in that regard. But just take a seat, get a drink, and relax. It'll be over soon. Okay. I've made my decision. You're gonna shoot him? Yep. Good choice. Give me your gun. You must think I'm incredibly stupid. No. I won't do that just yet. I will not hand you any weapons until after the repurposing is completed. Again, it's all in the contract. So? With your gun, choose one. Dylan, you can't be serious. After all we've been through? Sorry, Sam. I have to do this. I have bills to pay. Oh, shit. Dylan picked out a gun and held it in her right hand. She hefted it a few times just to get limber. Gotta warm up the muscles. They got pretty tight after that rope, you know. I haven't the foggiest idea what you're talking about. Kill him. Dylan took a clip out of the duffel bag and placed it into the gun. Satisfied. She took aim directly at my heart. You understand, don't you, Sam? I have to do this. You do understand, right? Completely. Dylan pulled the trigger, and I felt the pain of a fractured rib as a bullet hit the vest that I was wearing. Dylan immediately spun on the balls of her feet and pointed the gun at Treadwell, who had his gun pointed directly at her. I had hoped you'd perform better than that, at least until we passed your probationary period. You know you're fired, right? Reach a contract. Did you read the contract? I never got the chance. And you never will. I tire of this. From behind Treadwell. Clemence produced a garrote from his jacket pocket. Without a second's notice, he had wrapped the wire around Treadwell's throat, cutting off his air supply. Oh, no, you didn't. 
Dylan turned around, walked to the side of Treadwell, and placed the gun to his head. I'm filing agreement. Treadwell's brain was a mist as it flew from the side of his head. Clements let go of the garrote, and Treadwell slumped to the floor. Before Clements could move, though, Dylan had the gun pointed to his head. Go ahead, her. Pull the trigger. Dylan. Don't. What? Why wouldn't I kill him? He tried to kill me. Did he? Look at all the facts. We could not kill Treadwell. He was always going to be surrounded by an army to protect him. The only person who could get to him was Clement. Correct? Yeah, so? Treadwell expected Clement to come back to him and tell him of our plan. He increased the amount that he paid Clement, and Clement turned on us, showing Treadwell where we were. I was there. I remember. What does this have to do with me sparing his life? When he pointed us out, Treadwell immediately did three things. One, he started shooting. Two, he started talking shit. And three, he sent over his army. Which left this office woefully understaffed. I wonder if his droids are on their way back here right now. Not likely. According to Leonard, when Treadwell died, they should have shut down. So Everson Loft has some new statues placed randomly throughout it now. And one has a bomb. We may want to call in about that. So... You are telling me that Clement set this all up? More or less, Dylan. What happened to her? I don't know. Must have been a slip of the tongue. Anyhow, I did what I was supposed to do. I killed him. No, I killed him. Semantics. The bottom line is that he is dead. The world is safe, I guess. Whippy. I assume that's your happy voice, right? Oh, droopy dog sounding ass Dr. Evil assassin growly voice motherfucker. It doesn't matter what it is. I saved you. I spared you. I'm leaving. I'm not going to let you go. You don't have a choice. Yes, I do. I have a gun. Dylan, let him go. You heard the man. Let me go. I'll see you again, Clements. And when I do... It'll be the last thing that you see. Goodbye, Mr. Sinclair.
Dylan dropped the gun to her side, and Clements walked to the car, got in, and drove off. Damn! We still don't have a car. Well, all's well that ends. Well. What? All's well that ends well. That's the saying. Well, I'm just glad it came to an end. Let's go. I've never heard that ringtone before. I immediately pulled out the phone the Treadwell had given me. Back when this ordeal at first began, it wasn't ringing. I patted myself, wincing as I patted my chest. I reached into the inside pocket of my coat and pulled the phone out. Hello? Hello, Sin. The corporation has a job for you. So I still work for you? <laughs> you never stopped. This job is important and it needs your immediate attention. Make no mistake, I don't do anything for free. I keep my enemies closer than my mirror ever gets to me. And if you think that there is shelter in this attitude, where do you feel the warmth of my gratitude? I get the feeling that it's two against one. I'm already fighting me, so what's another one? Single simulcast.